What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 56 of that Respect the Combat podcast. And as I said on Instagram and on Facebook, man, I do not like this episode one bit, but sometimes we got to do stuff like this. We got to talk about the partially offensive as well as some of the good stuff, which we some of the good stuff which we get from GCW in the Indies as well as WWE 2K content and a whole lot more and maybe some MMA sprinkled in there and me I'm here Trico's floating around somewhere and let's just get this party started in about three What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 56 of that Respect the Combat podcast. And for those that don't know or may have been living under a rock over the last year, my name is Mr. Donez Key, and with me, as always, is my co-host with the most, Mr. Trico Fullerton. What's up, boy? What's up, what's up? And um, we are one week away from... Rumble week. Rumble and just a few short hours away from a title unification match, which I'm looking forward to, but only fight I'm looking forward to. Only fight I'm looking forward to this weekend. Well, we got a lot of stuff coming up, especially starting in starting this weekend. Like what? Like the freaking GCW. And then that's oh, we don't talk about the indies. So shall we hop in these mainstream? Let's go. Of course, we're not gonna. As I touched on last week, we're not gonna dive in heavily on the NF. We're not gonna dive in heavily on the NFL, but we are going to table that until the conference title games. However, did you happen to check out Ziggy's? Ziggy Dice's Outlandish Paradise on Twitch or Terminus on Fight? No. So, of course, the indies, like I said, have been running rampant. And Ziggy Dice, obviously, Ziggy Dice is Outlandish Paradise, which former NWA television champion, been on Impact, even though he got killed by Moose on air. And I don't know why you just use that line of wording, but yeah. And it was Taya's actually in-ring return since WWE kind of crippled her in NXT. In NXT, bruh. It's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. And that match was against Thunder Rosa, was actually good. Granted, I could have done without the main event being up to Twitch the Twitch chat between Uno and Ziggy Dice. And then Terminus just, I understand Josh, Josh Gresham, Jonathan Gresham's running his first show and had a lot of the indie scene, like just really prevalent. And you could tell some of the 
ring announcers were highly nervous. But, bruh, get the full name, even nickname, of the wife of your boss, right? Oh, my gosh. I watched this live, and I'm like, how are you going to get Jordan's nickname wrong in Gresham's promotion? Ooh. Granted, she had a match with Kier Hogan after Diamante had a match in there. And the Terminus rules I kind of like but because it forces people to stay in the ring and not be shady or yeet people out the ring. That's why Mike Bennett now has a victory over Moose on national TV. And that is with the Terminus rules. Uh, yeah, maybe by DQ, but Mushin Ayuda been it twice. So, and then with title matches, since Terminus doesn't have their own titles, like a few other indie pro- independent promotions, they borrow the rules for title matches based off the champ, based off the promotions that the title is from. So, like, it, for Gresham and Alexander, which ended in a draw slash no contest, the it was under pure rules through Ring of Honor. With Jordan Grace defending the Impact Digital Media title, that was under Impact Wrestling Digital Media rules, which is officially just Impact rules for Impact rules for whatever title match they won. So. Interesting concept. I'm kind of intrigued about it, especially when the main event is Gresham versus Santana next month. Santana from Proud and Powerful next month. And Isaiah Swerve, the former Isaiah Swerve Scott, Shane Strickland is going to be in action at the show. I'm looking forward to both those matches in February. Any other thoughts? Nope. Yeah, I was about to say, because I know you didn't keep watch that but before i get into one of the soapboxes i can kind of see myself getting into today the roh that whole insanity that happened because of best in the world i mean not best in the world's when bandino won excuse me but final battle the end result is just the world women's and tag titles will be active so the six-man titles and the pure title will be deactivated as of supercard of honor and at supercard of honor there will be an undisputed world roh world championship match against gresham and bandito bandito's confirmed he's bandito confirmed he's down but Gresham's got to, he's going to decide to run the pure gauntlet to get the Super Card of Honor versus Bandito. But I've got a question for you, Trico. Are there too many hardcore matches going on right now? And are there too many champion versus champion matches right now? I say this because I feel like the stipulation, the stipulations, get devalued with the overuse of them because 
Yuta- Shuri and Utami 2 was a title for title winner take all match, which Shuri did beat Utami on the 29th to win the World of Stardom title. And then Shuri ended up pulling a Keith Lee on the SWA belt. So the uh, so the SWA title for Stardom fans is now vacated. I am sorry, I am like two weeks late and should have talked about it last week, but it fits way more here. My bad. We just had Deanna versus Roxy for the ROH and Triple A titles, which didn't end. That ended with Deanna walking out and culminating a seven-year journey just to have a moment, just have a moment crapped on by Mike Bennett, Maria Canellis, Vincent, Matt Taven, and PCO. All for this Ring of Honor invasion, which is so dumb. We have Cody versus Sammy next week for the Undisputed TNT Championship, which should not even be a thing because Cody legit only missed one week of TV. But it should not be a thing because Cody only missed one week of TV. But what the heck do I know? I'm just, and then of course, Wrestle Kingdom, you had a title for title match because Osprey, same thing. Osprey got hurt. They stripped him of the belt and basically uncrowned, uncrowned world champion scenario just to fill out two days at the dome, which I was watching. Coco Sports earlier today, and I agree with that entire team. Like, whoever Okada drops it to has to be the next guy up. Like, it can't be Naito. I guess you could do Abushi, but it has to be same thing with Roman losing the Universal with Roman Reigns losing the Universal title in WWE. Whoever beats him has to be the next guy up in the company. Or the company is in trouble because they had no stars that you could easily see the company built around and they're white hot. So thoughts? With the hardcore situation, there's been a lot of talks about, oh, like with self-mutilation, uh, how I can describe it. Like, uh, for example, like the um, uh, the blading and blading and the blood packs during the women's street fight between Tay Conti and Anna J versus Allie and Penelope Ford, which we talked about that match last week because that was the match Tony Khan hyped up while roasting Big Swall while roasting Big Swall. So, yeah, I think we can miss everything about that match. But the fact WWE had to jump in on that and say, ooh, I don't know, and I don't like it because women were busted open. I'm like, Becky's main push was after she got the push and the role that Becky's been on since really that WrestleMania, the WrestleMania two years ago. It's because she took an overhand right to the face 
and got busted open and then still stayed in the fight. So I don't know and don't care for Becky Lynch not being. I don't care for the blood. It just has to make sense and not be cheesy. I do agree. Like, I do agree that the blood in the women's street fight on Rampage was overdone. Because you could see, like, it, especially if you look at Tayface, like, it kept getting, like, instead of, like, coagulating, it kept getting, like, it was a fresh cut. So you could tell they had to keep refreshing it with blood packs because it was obvious. But other than that, I don't care. But you have Becky there, and you've got Brock, who busted somebody open the hard way with an elbow right to the temple and then saying something like, yeah, okay. Double standard. Continue. Okay. And then what else? Like the hardcore situations, like you have different talks about, oh, like, and WWE's taking a shot at AEW for, for what they got going on, but you had you done the same thing too, like like in the past. Like, what's the discussion uh, there? Like, that makes no sense. And then, like, for the champion champion situation, um, the one with Deanna Prazo that had in the past, like, there was really no story there. That was just just put there like for a reason. I mean, we oh, saw- we'll talk about one of the reasons in a minute. Yeah, and then um. With Cody versus Sammy Guevara coming up, it actually made sense. And then because um you have two champions, one regular and one interim, so it made sense. No, no, it didn't. Just don't book the match. You have other titles in AEW to where you could have booked the match. And two, why book a Battle of the Belt show so close to two or three other specials? Don't book the event or don't and or don't book the match. Wait, I, I'll tell you why. Did you see the promo last night with, with Cody? Did you see the promo last night? Oh, my. We're going to move on because I already have enough that I got to get a migraine over. He is not CM Punk from 2011. Yeah, but the way he, uh, he did that promo last night. Uh, uh, he is uh, not. Last, last night. We're move on. That's a whole nother story, and I don't want to get mad yeah. or than I already am going to get mad today mm-hmm. and i know i'm gonna need like a big glass of water just to calm down in a minute but something to put a smile on my face is the 2022 part of final uh gcw's the world on gcw pay-per-view weekend they're doing the indie wrestling hall of fame and that and the 22 inductees are ECW legend Jerry Lynn, the number one contender for the GCW World Heavyweight title, Homicide, Dave Prozac, Lufisto, Tracy Smothers, and Ruckus. That is a crazy class. If you know about the independent scene from like mid to late 90s, Mid to late 90s, all the way into like mid to late 2000s. That class is insane. 
long story short, Trico, quick question. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to get mad. Probably the maddest I will get today. And if you are mad as I am about to get, and mind your P's and Q's when I talk about it, because I've had to uh, practice and filter myself before I say it. Has WWE gotten tone deaf in 2022? I mean, short answer. Short answer. What you think? What you think? Short answer. Yes. Just saying. Long answer. Long answer. Here we freaking go. They have a 25, getting ready to be 26-year-old, posing around as a Japanese schoolgirl. The reason Mustafa Ali requested his release, you know the gimmick, because he's Muslim, Oh, enough said. They have wrestlers posing around like they posing around like they're the Yakuza, like Asians posing around like the Yakuza, and a ninja, as well as they have a Nigerian showing up as he's Prince Akin. Or as somebody with a very bad spray tan. Showing up like she's a sex symbol. A pair of rednecks. You have a a Japanese man saying, sorry, no speak English. On air just to hit people in the crotch. You have a black chick being a gossip queen. And then you have three guys that kind of remind me of foreign, just foreign heels that from the 90s. And then the coup de gras, and I'm going to try and say this so calm because I am angry. Because you have a WWE fought a trademark based off the name of a World War II veteran military officer. German World War II military officer. In the discussion, you could put together two and two what they are. I am not happy. Oh, and they called them that publicly a group that is comprised of an Austrian a group comprised of an Austrian a Frenchman and a German are now the German military from World War II. If you're too young Keep your innocence. If you know what I'm talking about, I am so sorry. Let it rip, but keep it G. And you know I had to censor it. I'll keep it G as possible. First off, Saray, they better do something 
with the with this girl uh, with the promo she had uh, on Tuesday night. They better they better do something. And for context, that was the photo I posted on the flyer. Cause she's the one named Sailor Moon. Yeah, they better do something. It better be good too. Ali, it's about time you get his release. Walter, that's his show that Vince could take one day to uh, to, to bury someone. But, hmm, I don't know. He has that uh that one thin day. Of- the match was solid. He took five words to bury, ruin somebody's career. Did you yeah. see Keith Lee's po- Keith Lee's tweet about it? Oh yeah. Enough said. And then Boa. So now he has two personalities like Finn Balor. Like he has one side and one on the other side. Is that what they're going for here? Or the fact they turned someone with a legit martial arts background, as in Karen Q, into Sue Young with mythical powers. And now she's done converted to her Susie gimmick of a of Yoda. Exactly. Not Apollo, more like coming to America, Apollo. If you want to see real Nigeria work, go watch. You cannot win a match, though. Since WrestleMania of last year. His his IC title reign was trash, too. Yeah, it was trash. And one more sec, y'all. We actually have a third party in this group. We actually have a third party in this group. And what's up, Eric? What's up, Eric? We are live. Oh, no, trying to connect. Trying to connect. Probably trying to connect. There he goes. There he goes. All right. Hop in, man. Just uh, say it. And uh, how you doing? And you stopped in right at the perfect time, too. We're talking about WWE being tone deaf, just for context, by the way. So... Let it rip, Eric, but you already know. Right, it's kind of mute right now. It's mute right now. Nah, you can talk, man. Go ahead. Okay. What else to say? Um, yeah. Apollo, if you want to talk about Nigerian stuff, go to your UFC, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Tajama, this is a part of the, or say That is of- their culture. Like, I don't know if Apollo is just playing or he is actually Nigerian. Because legit, they had a an African playing Jamaican 
for years. And now they dropped all that because they realized, oh, crap, he's from Boston, a Patriots fan from Boston. And I'm talking about one of Brock's New Day victims, Kofi. Yeah. Tazawa, part of the 24-7 crew. That really didn't went nowhere. That started in 2020 and didn't really went nowhere. That Jesus. title is a prop at this point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you know what. And legit. It's not. It is a joke title that's going to be a joke more than uh, the Guinness work of world records or Natalia farting. I don't know what's a bigger joke. Yeah. Bridge warranty. It is what it is. Veer. Well, that is um, Wood, the random change in Woods's accent and the, a Puerto Rican and an African-American. A Puerto Rican from New York and an African-American from Atlanta all because they won a King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring tournament in front of a Saudi prince. Yeah, like I said, it is what it is. And Veer. When are you coming? Just tell me when are you coming? I mean, the one that put him on the shelf in the first place. What are you? Like, came before he did. Like, Sarav is back on TV before Veer. And Sarav was the one who last year, was it last year or two years ago, with uh, Cole versus Lee. Because I literally thought I saw him on NST. But uh, no, that was his tag partner, Sarab, not Veer. <laughs> yeah, they almost look alike. They almost look alike, but not. not That's because the- they were a legit <laughs> tag team called Indu Share. And the only reason they like vanished off the face of the earth is because Sarab spoiled the double title match, go figure, between Keith Lee and Adam Cole last year. And I'm surprised Rob still was involved with WWE because spoiling a major marquee match on social media like that a week before it aired, I'm surprised he still was involved with the business. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then freaking Jenner is shanky. Uh, Same thing because you – I'm surprised. Actually, I wouldn't. If it's gender, Sarav, Veer, and Shanky as a foreign heel faction, ripping Shinsuke, a new one. Um, by the end of this year. Uh, Jesus Christ. And then freaking, uh, this is another makeshift tag team. And then... Shinsuke, you know when he was a heel, David uh changed his theme. Sorry, change. no speak English. Oh, wait, you want to have more kids? Nope, that's that was literally the heel run. And how do you take a Wrestle Kingdom rematch and then poop on it? And uh, Trigo, you may have to unmute Eric. I don't know. Hmm. 
It won't let me. You good now? Oh. Do you have control now, Eric? No, you don't. He said he's spreading it and it's not unmuting him. Yeah, go ahead. Try it for. Um, try and head it, head out, and then try and come back in. Sorry about this, y'all. Yeah, but what I was saying. Keep all this in, Trigo. Yeah, and then Zyaline. What else can I say? Like, I mean, T and Shaw. That's that's where the stereotype was more than anything. T and Shaw, not her original like plucky baby face stuff, or the T and Shaw was the bulk of her like stereotype. Her gimmick now is essentially a superhero. Okay, there we go. I can talk now. Cool, cool. All right, you good. And you know where I stand on how you word it? You WWE being tone deaf, you have your context and your notes. I'm going to just let you go at it because you heard me and Trico. Yeah, we try to keep it uh, easy as we can, but some of these... I try things- to dumb it down so we could still get... This still I mean, has a sponsorship we, attached to it. Yeah. We, where Anchor, which, thank you guys, doesn't kill me. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, my thing is, is that, um, I mean, honestly, just everything going on in WWE doesn't really make a whole lot of sense right now. Um, it's kind of confusing me a lot. And you guys are kind of right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised either if gender... Uh, here, Shanky and Sahar all of a sudden get together and start making a foreign faction because you know how Vince is with making his foreign heel factions. He loves them. And the, my other thing is, is, I mean... Sharar and Veer were the original tag team. I know, and that lasted a whole three weeks. On NXT, but then, as I said, Shahar is the one that screwed it up, and Veer just went down with him. Yet, yeah, sure. pretty much. And then, I mean, also that one dude that, that one dude that's the manager of Diamond Mine was their original manager. Hazuki was their original manager. Yeah, the guy that the guy that's uh, the they guy already fired Diamond Mine. That they fired the quote yeah. unquote coach. No, not the not the Asian guy, the black guy. Bivens. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Jahar and Bahir, he was their manager. What? 
Yeah, you don't remember yeah, that? Look into that. You don't remember that? You don't remember that? Yeah, he was their Bruh. manager for their whole little three-week stint in NXT. Bruh. You remember yeah. That? And was... also, just because my fiance actually looked it up on our way home right now, uh, so Apollo Crews is actually Nigerian, and his real name is something that I can't pronounce, but he's originally from Sacramento, California. His parents are actually Nigerian. Okay. 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 So at least it's not another Kofi Kingston situation. You're welcome. Thanks. But yeah. It's but still bad. now, you already know where I'm about to go. You already Imperium, know go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go we ahead. already started. Go ahead. Like, okay. Sailor so, Moon oh, or here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know WWE always loves doing their name changes, their random name changes, losing the last name, all that crap. Here's the thing. So they can actually profit off it. Exactly. The thing is, is that there was absolutely nothing wrong with Big Daddy Volta's name. Big Daddy Volta was fine as Big Daddy Volta. Now, the thing is, is like, it's not even the name change that has me angry. It's the name that you chose to change it to is what has me heated. What? Oh, somebody was... Like... The guy is like the guy's name. You can actually look it up. Gunther Stark was a legitimate hey, Nazi general. Hey. Well, this gotta get filtered. <laughs> like that is no, you don't do that, Vince. It doesn't matter how cool the name sounds, even if he has the same last name as Iron Man. And R.I.P. to Zoe, because you know. Vince only wants one person with the same name, so Zoe Stark is about to be just Zoe. And no way! If you check the official WWE page, he just named as Gunther. They didn't put Stark. They didn't put. That doesn't mean the last name. They didn't put Stark. They only put Gunther. Okay. Honestly, what I thought was really funny, what I thought was even funnier, was that they actually. you know how MJF loves doing his trolling on Facebook and whatnot. Yeah. He posted, he posted a screenshot of Kyle O'Reilly um, posting a response to like, you know, I think it was like a little mini bit of Walter chopping him back in 2019. And as a joke, he was calling him Gunther. So whenever this whole, so when this whole and name Kyle said, Kyle said it too. Yeah. When this whole name change came around, I think he actually went on Twitter and said, um, dot, dot, dot. I was just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And why <clears throat> you just killed literally the last remnants of – I know title lineages don't mean anything to Vince McMahon or New Japan right now, which don't get me started there. Oh my gosh, Gato is on his last what life? Yeah, he needs to be removed. Like legit. No, and him I, and Bruce Britton needs to be freaking removed. We need to be freaking removed. We're talking New Japan and WWE. We all know Bruce Pritchard does, but for those that watch New Japan and listen to Coco Sports, and I agree with Dave Coco on this, if. They have to build legit somebody, not Naito, because he's kind of past his prime, 
and the book to put the title on Naito sailed years ago. They yeah, had that to... should have happened like five, six years ago. Oh, yeah, they should not have had that. The Like the Roman series, the Naito series at Russell Kingdom should not have happened. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Is it just me? Or does it feel, or does it is it starting to feel like New Japan is shoving, is shoving Okada down our throat like how WWE shoves Reigns down our throat? Oh, that's been proven. However, and as I was listen, listening to Coco Sports earlier today, the, he even said like um, they appreciate the title being on the best wrestler. What Gato needs to do, as I was getting at, book. A new top guy that can get over with the crowd, ASAP. Do what WWE needs to do on SmackDown desperately, ASAP. Yeah, or, I mean, honestly. And if they don't do it, like if Naito, or if they do something stupid as what they did when Evo, Evil joined Bullet Club pre-House of Torture, which... Oh, game over. That is all I'm going to say. Bullet Club is becoming NWO back in 1998? It's past that at this point. <laughs> it's past that at this point. Because Trico is trying to go to freaking two what, impact to tapings go? just oh, to see to a 10 man with Bullet Club. I'm saying I'm debating oh, right now. Tomorrow? I haven't confirmed yet. I'm I sure. said trying to. I said. I mean, why not try to get in as like as like you know extra help or something? Nah, it all depends on how busy he is, like his schedule. Well, no, I know, but I mean, they always like taking in local people. But um, honestly, my personal opinion, I think they should have put the belt on Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom just because of the fact that. Oh my gosh! Now I said this too, because now. I said this too because now the United Empire is 0-6 in singles matches at the Dome. Yeah. And my other thing is, is that, like, uh, what was I going to say? Okada, he's basically just going to really be staying in Japan to defend it. Osprey, he could have been over in Europe. He could have been in freaking Africa. He could have been in fucking America. He could have been all over the place defending it. Osprey was going... To he had his ultimate dragon fit, ultimate dragon fit with the uncrowned title, and now it makes no sense because the crown jewel of the ultimate dragon fit was the title that belonged to his home promotion. We all know Osprey's home promotion is New Japan. Where's the IWGP World Heavyweight title? Um, back with Okada, yeah, and just because of that. Y'all kind of killed the just influence of the United Empire. I'm sorry. Yeah. The other thing I don't understand, why in the hell is the fucking United States title on Tanahashi? They wanted it in Japan, which is so dumb. I thought that was... But he's Japanese. I... That's racist. How is that racist? I don't find it racist at all. I feel like the United States title should be on American. 
Okay, wait, that actually might be slightly <laughs> racist. They might have to cut that part. <laughs> there you go. There's a red flag. Red flag. I agree with Sam how you pitched that was so bad but let me explain how I would have pitched it now I thought with the rise of New Japan Strong was what they were going to do and why I think fusing the IWGP world so the IWGP heavyweight and V4 and the IWGP Intercontinental titles were bad ideas Especially now that evil is walking around king of the never open weights. No, I mean, I thought that that's what they were going to do. Like bring the United States title over to like New Japan Strong. But yeah, because I thought New Japan Strong was going to be, that was going to be the main title over with New Japan Strong. And you would have the strong belt almost the same as the TNT title right now. And yeah, then just have the rest of them float over whenever anybody was available. Yeah, and instead the New Japan, instead the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship is the main title. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's too many openweight titles in New Japan. And honestly, I'm... the one thing I'm I'm sick and tired of, the one thing I'm getting real sick and tired of right now is all these companies having double champions. I'm just like, okay, this okay, look, this double title so matches. Me and Tree title for title matches. Like, you got a title for title match happening next week between Guevara and Cody, where I hope it goes to Guevara just because I want to see a full-blown heel turn on Cody. Like, I want to see him do a full-blown, 100% RO, first in ROH type heel turn. I think it might, I think it so, might, go, to, I think it might go to Cody, just Jason, based on the promo he did last night. Oh, uh, okay. We're going to move on from that. But also... I don't, my thing is, is that, honestly, I just feel like... Honestly, everybody's just waiting for him to turn heel. So he's not, I feel he is not going to turn heel. I don't even the fans bad for he is not going to turn heel. He I is, see it happening. The young bucks said they weren't going to turn heel, and they still did it. Oh yeah. Well, and the that, fact they're they're in the midst of a babyface turn anyway. And don't you are good Christian boys. Soon as Kenny gets cleared, they're turning babyface because they are playing second fiddle to Bobby Fish yeah, and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah, no, and there's definitely gonna be a Red Dragon versus Young Bucks match coming up. Um, double or nothing. Yeah, probably a double or nothing. Cause I feel like the turn's gonna happen in the next like six, seven weeks. But there was another one. I don't think you knew about this because it happened over the course of the break. And it was Sherry versus Tommy. Winner take all, SWA Undisputed versus World of Stardom. Did you hear about that? I did not. Yeah, because Stardom tried it. But then again, that one was kind of understood. But still, you didn't have to do the match. And then Keith Lee to belt the SWA Undisputed title. Yeah, no, that didn't really make sense. I mean, the only one so far that's actually making sense to me right now is just today, Ring of Honor announced that at Supercard of Honor, it's going to be ben- Bandito versus Jonathan Gresham. Because Bandito got COVID. Yeah, but they're they're basically promoting it as the the current ROH like, our, current ROH World Champion versus original ROH World Champion. I'm just like, what do you mean original? Original ROH World Champion. Oh, oh, because it's the original ROH World Championship. Okay. Because Gresham's running around with what's considered the pure 
ROH world title right now, which I'm like, what? And Gresham's actually the one defending the belt at all these indie shows. And Bandito's and just Terminator, like... both of them got defended. Yeah, which Bandito actually got a one, two, three, whereas, oh, the end result of tournaments made me so mad. Because I'm like, why book the match? I don't know. It's not making sense right now. And then Roxy Diana. We'll be right back. We'll see you on five. Hey, everyone. Are you looking for the best streaming service to put in your library? Well, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus are putting together the ultimate streaming team. Get the best stories from Disney Plus. Get the largest streaming TV library from Hulu. And can't miss sports from ESPN Plus. They are better together in all three. So get all three today for $12.99 a month. For more information about the Dizzy Bundle, go to dizzyplus.com slash Dizzy Bundle and sign up now. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Start your day off right with one of our K-Cups, Original Blends, Coffee House Blends, or Instant Coffees ranging from mild to dark. And now, you can discover your shade of dark roasted coffee, developed especially for coffee lovers seeking dark, roasted, complex Folgers Noir coffees. They highlight a range of dark yet smooth roasts. Find us in your local grocery store or online at Folgers.com. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to this episode of that Respect the Combat Pomp. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to this episode of that Respect the Combat podcast. This episode's been crazy. How you been, Trico? How's this been treating you? Uh, it's been good. It's been doing good. So, and uh, I need way- some water. Yeah, I'm just waiting for February to come. I'm just waiting for February to come. I mean, we'll talk a little bit on why I'm waiting for February and March in a little bit. But now that we got him here on the call fully, how you do? How's this been treating you, Eric? Just trying to get in here. Um, honestly, I don't know. Just like everything that's been going on, that's going on now, it just got me confused. I'm starting to think that that Vince McMahon is a heavy racist, but you know that's just just my opinion. Um. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, just half the shit that's going on in wrestling just isn't making sense. Honestly, the only thing that's starting to make sense to me is the stuff going on in GCW, which, hey, oh, we'll talk Hall about Fame this Saturday. We talked about that before you hopped in. Yeah. Which was which, one of the good things. 
yeah, which honestly, I'm like, thank fucking God, finally, there is actually another Hall of Fame that indie wrestlers can actually look up to and try to be a part of, other than just WWE. Exactly. And, and it's being created by one of the top indie promotions right now, which I absolutely adore and love. And just because we're on the fact of GCW and because he came back last night. Can but we just I kind of want to go back a little bit before we hop into GCW. Oh, I was going to talk about John Moxley and his promo last night. Before we hop into GCW and get all happy, we need to finish our little ew that we started before the break, which the last thing I said, remember, was... Deanna and Roxy. Am I right? Yes, which we spoiled. I think we spoiled that last week. No, we didn't. didn't no, we didn't. Nah, we didn't. Nah, because the Impact episode aired on Thursday. This dropped on Friday. Oh, yeah, good point. So we didn't spoil it, technically. That's legit why I asked Trico if he wanted yeah. it spoiled beforehand. Yeah. He hadn't seen it or probably knew about it. No, nah, and then we find out that he already knew. No, nah, I saw the man, man. Like I knew this was gonna happen uh, right after um, Hard to Kill when uh, yeah. Roger was in front row of the uh, Deanna and Mickey match, and like, oh, this part, this this probably gonna be a, a title for title match on Impact, and I knew that was gonna happen. Well, Impact does have Rebellion, and they could have did it there, but they chose to bump it up. Yeah, because WWE, back to them idiots, now has a lawsuit with Major League Wrestling. How does all Deanna and Roxy tie in with this lawsuit? Well, WWE is getting accused of contract tampering and poaching talent and big wheeling networks to take out smaller indie promotions from promoting stuff on their network because they like they try to get stuff on mlw try to get stuff on vice and tubi wwe own is has stuff on the major networks connected with both vice (laughs) and tubi so they turned a big wheel all wrestling off those anything associated with them which was straight stupid. And with the contract tampering, Roxy, apparently, since she's been a free agent for a while with ROH, since she's been a free agent for a while with ROH, well, she was at the most recent batch of WWE tryouts. So, of course, the hard-to-kill title match the title for title match had to get bumped up. I guarantee you would have been either in at Supercon Honor in April or at Rebellion in April. I got bumped up because WWE is interested in Roxy. And of course, because of who her sensei is, of course, Booker's like, go for the money. Go for the big league, go, kid. You got it. Being a support for dead, I respect him for that. Just not in this scenario, because she 
essentially may have don't know if it's don't know if it's 100% accurate but backed out of a few bookings with MLW because of yeah. WWE I mean this is nothing new I mean WWE does this all the time I mean it's honestly nothing new uh, it's just a matter of that, you know. Look at where how Evolve is basically dead. Yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that you know MLW is basically actually stepping up and saying like, "Nah, we're we're like this isn't okay. Like, you need to stop trying to take all of our talent, and then we have nobody to then we have nobody to build a company around." Imagine if everybody hates what TNA did with Okada, look at what WWE, broken hand aside, with Shinsuke. Enough said. I feel like, I feel like it's just a matter of time when, um, when Sammy versus Shinsuke happen and Sammy gonna win the title. Even I don't like it, but I feel like that's gonna happen uh, sometime soon. I don't. Um, all depends on Shinsuke's clearance, because here's how nobody cares for that IC title. Shinsuke is not being cleared in like three, four, two, three months, and they basically kept the title on him, and they have the rule if they want to invoke it, a thirty day. If you cannot compete or defend the title in 30 days, strip. They invoke that when they want to. And they are keeping the title on Shinsuke. And he just now got physical last week. Shoot, Damian pretty good treated the United States Championship like it's a, as a supposedly, but as creative, then I make it creative. He wanted to. And then, of course, they gave him the gimmick of don't let the Damien in me out. I'm like, that just sounds weird. And, yeah, like he's the Incredible Hawk. Wow! And uh, last Monday, that was his first main one singles loss. Singles loss. Which they said nothing about on commentary. I saw the clip. And legit... Let's not talk about the fact they legit had a mother of two get cracked upside the head with a brick live on TV. Oh my god, this this rivalry needs to die. Like Edge and Bedfield is gonna win at the Royal Rumble, and then Edge can, can move on to bigger, better things. Come wrestling. You don't know that because unfortunately, I feel like Miz and Marisa are gonna sneak one win in. Beth's going to move on to do something with the ultimate just side chicken, Natalia, for Mania. I hope it's somebody other than Carmel. They can take the titles off Carmel and Zelina for all I care. I would not mind seeing Diva. I would not mind seeing Divas of Doom versus the Bellas for those titles because two le- legendary tag teams that could probably bring something to those belts. I just want to see Nikki giving light to a feud that went nowhere three years ago. Three, four years ago. All right. because Carmella's like, 
Uh, okay. It's not good. Right. No, I, I get what you're saying. And I think just to keep everybody at ease, that's it on that. And uh, because we got the NBA trade deadline coming up in like three weeks. And there's already some major ones coming. But of course, Bullet Clubs. I'm surprised they do this early because um, normally the trades deadline be like after the uh, the All Star weekend. Well, how early is All Star weekend in February this time? Um, it starts February 18th through the 20th, and it's going to be in Cleveland. So in- they're doing it a week early. Yeah, in February, February 18th. No, I'm talking about the uh, trade deadline. Yeah, you said in three in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, because um, normally the trade deadline used to be after the All Star weekend. Yeah, so the trade trade deadline should be like five weeks out. No, it's three. Yeah. Okay, and UFC two seventy. I don't want to do a full blown prediction because legit, this undercard is probably the weakest undercard that I had seen in a long time because outside of the title fights, which I'm not as familiar with the flyweight division, is another title for title match. Undisputed champion situation in the UFC. Legit, just because Francis got hurt randomly and you couldn't just let it let it be and build Sorogon up, which he did that. Sorogon did that when he dropped Derek Lewis to still temping in Houston. Now you got France versus Nigeria in the States for the undisputed UFC heavyweight title. And that's the only fight I'm looking forward to on Saturday. Because uh, uh they were they were not gonna strip him of it. They was not going to do that. So, Oh, yeah. The UFC don't strip titles, but I'm saying you could at least, like, build somebody up. Because there have been there have been times where unless somebody legit cannot fight, they will keep the title on him forever. So, um, now, we all know the match that me and Eric are both hyped for when it comes to this Sunday. But I don't know if you know about it, Trico, with GCW, GCW on the world. Obviously, the main event is John Moxley, John Moxley's second, which is stupid. John Moxley's second match back. AEW should have waited until after the GCW this Sunday's GCW taping and then do Ethan Page versus him on Dynamite next week for Macha's first match back on AEW TV. Not have the first match back being on Rampage. Well, okay. Here's my thing though. Here, here, hear me out though. Um, so think about it. Even though I understand, you know, technically wrestling um on AEW is a, is a bigger stage than wrestling at GCW technically technically speaking 
But I mean, the man also hasn't wrestled since the end of October. So he's probably a, a little bit rusty. And I mean, don't get me wrong. He probably has been training and like, you know, working out to make sure like, you know, he doesn't like lose, lose a step or anything like that. But he probably needs a bit of like a tune up. Not saying that he's going to be using Ethan Page as a tune up match because Ethan Page is an amazing wrestler, but kind of. I think they're using, I'm not saying they're using this as like, uh, like to get him back in the field. Well, yeah, no, I feel like they're kind of using it almost to get him back in the field of things. And at the same time, Ethan Page seems like he's a good wrestler to work with. So that's probably more so of what they're doing here. And I mean, we all knew he was coming. We all knew it was just a matter of time that Billy came back because of the announcement with GCW. But at the same time, I, I could honestly see... felt like all this is going to be next week with AEW from not this week. Because they were going to be in Cleveland? In his own state, at least. Yeah, I mean, probably, but at the same time, um, think about it this way, because Tony Khan did say he has a surprise for Beach Break. So, bro, and Cole's got a lights out match. Yeah, and that's there the is thing, a rebel like, heart on the horizon. But that's I what say I'm saying, again, I say again, when is that pixie due? Start of February, end of February. We do not know yet. Here's my question Do you think that the lights out match between Cole and um, Orange Cassidy will be good as as Brit Breaker and Thunder Rosa? No, probably not, but it'll still be good. Yeah, because they're here's the thing nobody, there's a reason why Cole's on a lights out match, and we're get. and one of my predictions on this year are gonna happen. Ohio, Cole's been running his mouth like a big shot in Cleveland, and Cole's headlining, headlining because you cannot do anything but in the show in a lights out match it's gotta be johnny now uh, the reason we get this lights out match is because of the table bump that that great breaker did yep. no it's not yes it is you saw uh how adicole looked when, when Britt breaker took that table bump he literally was getting all angry it was like you son of a bitch you son of a bitch <laughs> and then was about to beat up a medic i'm like bruh but, bruh, that got me thinking. Who who took a better table bump, Brit Breaker or Stephanie McMahon? What's Stephanie McMahon? Brit actually went through it. That's is true. But in the same breath, Brit also could have gotten a concussion because she landed direct back of the head to the floor. Yeah, Steph, like, like her head actually bounced off the floor. Yeah, that's why I was. I think everybody was concerned for it because we all saw that bump and we're like, and it was legit just off Orange Cassie bouncing off the ropes. Yeah. Freak accident, but stuff happens. And yeah. But I. Th- so, with that being said, other than that, what match are you most looking forward to with GCW versus um, with the world on GCW Sunday? 
me personally is the is the match that should co headline just because they've made the man's life miserable <laughs> and probably stole his wife from him. <laughs> Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela for the love of Chelsea Green. I mean, honestly, the thing is, is I usually hate these types of storylines, but just with how they portrayed it and the On whole social nine, media and Photoshop, like just with the way that they portrayed everything, it's just hilariously stupid, but like in a good way. And also, like, I mean, Joey Janela hasn't really done anything interesting in the in the last year since now. So, I mean, I mean, wrestling. This has got my um, outlandish paradise was okay, but whatever. Yeah, but this has got like this whole storyline now has gotten my full attention, just because it's funny as all hell. And then even with how pissed off she was, what she was with him after his match with Rhino, like that's just making me think even more that like there's gonna be a heel turn with Chelsea here. I thought she was already a heel. No, she's not. No, she's not. In GCW. Well, GCW, yeah, yes. But not in. I'm talking about GCW. We all know the whole ROH invasion is the way to turn Chelsea and uh, Cardona Hill. And like I said on this, <laughs> on this very show, I last week, Cardona should have turned. Cardona and Chelsea will probably turn just decide what Chelsea's old mentor be Maria Canellis. Yep, I can see it happening. Yeah. And then that way, because Chelsea's also doing work with her on her anyway, so it makes total sense. Like they have the motivation to turn her heel. It's just how they do it. both of them heel. It's just how they do it. And then Matt Cardona's the biggest heel in the industry, bigger than Roman. Yeah, he's dear God. Like those GCW fans really do sincerely hate him. Oh my gosh! When he did that par- that Death Rider on Nick Gage, and then stuck up the LI with the finger on him, I was like, oh no! And then ended up singing back. In sync about Rick, Ricky Morton. Oh my goodness. This man. That feud is just hilarious. The thing I didn't understand is. Like I understand it's like. Like they were trying to do like. Like old ECW versus new ECW. Between Cardona With the Rhino storyline. Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't really understand that whole thing going on just because I mean I, I, I mean at first I thought they were gonna have him like run with it and like play around and like defend and defend it, but then they, they just they just have him mimic the freak it they have him do the same thing that Rhino did in TNA back in like 2006 with the ECW world title. Yeah. And here's what they should have done, and I don't know what. And this would have been nuclear heat right before the match with Joey Janela. If you would have dumped one of the original, cut the same promo he did 
trash the title in holy ECW grounds at the Hammerstein. Yeah, see, that would have that would have drawn a lot more heat. Oh, that would have justified it, and really, especially when Cardona obviously would have won that match. Because I do think he's beaten Janela. There's no question, because he is legit the biggest heel they have. Yeah, and I think he's actually legitimately mad by the storyline. Uh, yeah, he just married Chelsea, legit, and they are posing that Chelsea's a cheater. Yeah, yeah, great. Like, my newlywed of a wife cheated on me. Wouldn't you be mad? Like, IRL? At everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. A little bit. And um, any other match other than those who you're looking forward to, um, Eric? Because I could think of one more on the card, which would be either Allie and Ruby. Allie and Ruby, because I think this would be Ruby's first match on the in the Indies in years, or Jonathan Gresham versus Blake Christian, because that would just show how bad on a big stage WWE screwed up with Trey Baxter. Yep. I'm, they shot his girlfriend to the moon. Granted, she can't. She lost to the crappiest roll up by a uh, fashion model, a uh, swimsuit model, but I digress. Yeah. I mean, Blake Christian himself is just like, he was overall a really great wrestler. So I was personally surprised when they actually released him just because he was only with the company for like, no, I don't even think he was with them for a year. Six months. Yeah, exactly. And yet they kept his girlfriend. Yeah. And legit, I do think she needs to be the one to she needs to be the one on to take the title off the uh swimsuit model of Maddie Rose. Or Orange Rose. Yes, yeah, no. Um either her or Kaylee Ray I'd be happy with. Um it all depends on what they do at the rumble. If Kaylee Ray is in the Rumble, Women's Rumble, which that would obviously like up the quality of performers, up the quality of performers right there. But will they um, do it? We'll see. I highly doubt there's going to be any any, any NXT stars in the Rumble. It's just going to be basically all divas. All divas. Oh. And yet you can easily have Dakota, who has 15 plus, Kaylee Ray, who has 15 plus, EO, who's doing nothing. Bruh. Bruh, Kaylee Ray is already in a program with Mandy Rose right now. She's not going to go. Anyway, already in a program with Mandy. That don't mean nothing. They called Dakota on main event to have her job out when she was in a few with her Kel for the title. And then, and later on, they bring about the feud with Raquel, with Raquel again. Bruh, they've done Dakota. So, 
Evie needs to go back to Shimmer. Not necessarily Shimmer or Stardom. Not necessarily Ice Ribbon, but yeah. Get my drift. And uh, with that being said, we're out of the wrestling talk for a point. But we are going to head to the gaming. Because since the PS5s are hard to come by, PS4s are being mass reproduced. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, if you already have a PS5, you can still get like PS4 games because. No, about PS4s being reproduced right now and they're not only yeah, that's, focusing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, there's no, you don't need to do, you don't really need to do that because yeah, you could still play, play PS4 games on the PS5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes no sense, but what I know, just try and get the part you need for the PS5s, but what the heck I know. Hmm. But also something that could easily mess up so many Activision fans on anything but an Xbox same way Sony kind of messed with everybody at Evo is because Microsoft now owns Activision Blizzard. By $8 billion. $8 billion. Do you think Activision will solely become an Xbox-only company? I truly think so. Yeah. And, and, and plus, I feel like this more than Evo. Because yeah. I'm PlayStation-only attorney. Like, if you think about all the franchises that Activision got, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Call of Duty, uh, Guitar- uh Tony Hawk. Which will piss me off that once tra- Crash does, because Crash... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? So, you know, we were talking about how WWE has screwed up with all their stereotypes earlier. Yeah. So there was an update to one of the stories. So WWE does not plan to release Ali from his contract. And yada yada, this is per Fightful. They don't plan on doing it. And the report mentions that two parties have been in contact and informed Ali was informed of their decision. They also mentioned that Ali has years left remaining on the contract. And the term value was brought up a lot. What value do y'all see in Mustafa Ali? You're not using him. If you're not using anyone, grant them their release. Bruh, I know the value. The sa- is Saudi. It's got to be Saudi. I mean, that's basically it. They're probably just trying to use him like to promote with Saudi Arabia. But like, the, the problem is, is that he has legitimately not been on TV in two and a half months. And the, la- and the last time he did, he got knocked out by a Saudi Olympian. And then, yeah, yeah, you could say he got his heat back the night after. But the last big show he did, he got knocked out by a Saudi Saudi Olympian in front of everybody. And now yeah. on their kayfabe, one of their biggest shows. It was not good. 
Oy vey. Back to healthier news before I end up getting a migraine. Because the news on more <coughs> news came out and confirmations. I'm going to read through all this. On WWE 2K22 came out. Thank you. I guess now we can officially say to the Vibe Boys and Lionel Jinx and the rest of the crew over at 2K for all this info, especially with the trailer. The cover athlete and the showcase got confirmed to be Rey Mysterio, which was kind of obvious. The pre-order bonus is the 96, 19. 98.99/99 and bonard versions of the undertaker the pre-order date is march 8th with regular release coming out on march 11th of this year it's going to be ps4 ps5 series x xbox 1 and steam Sound contract is for soundtrack contract producer MGK. NXT UK will be featured in the game. Different my rise paths, my rise, my career paths for both the male and female, my career for male and female characters that will add up to over two days of content. Just the playtime. So upwards of close to 50 hours total. Then cross-platform. Thank you, Jesus. Community creations. So I can download. I can easily have a full AW. Like creation. Like created my career from anything. My GM's back, and with universe mode, you can now, if you want to, only need to follow one person instead of an entire roster of people. Thank God. Because I just want to see what my guy is doing in my career. Nearly everybody on the roster that they have at their disposal got rescanned. They updated the look on the championships. There will be a tutorial at the start of the game took over the new control schemes and now lastly let's go over the new what's in all what's in every edition the standard ps4 edition you get a star k96 wait let's just say the um the 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 current gen and then say the next gen. Uh, 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 let me do this okay I'm specifying by based off PlayStation. You can convert it to Xbox or whatever. Because once it goes wishy-washy. You're trying to be fair with this. Because some of our fans might be Xbox fans. Some of them might be PlayStation fans. I understand that how I converted it in the store that I ended up going to was PlayStation. But the prices are basically the same because they're all the same country. So you can do the conversions depending on the console you have. And you can do the conversions depending on the console. 
I'm not going to do that. So that way it's super confusing down the line. So as I was saying, standard PS4, you get the Starcade 96 Ray Pack, the Undertaker Immortal Pack, pre-order bonus, and all that's for just $59.99. Standard PS, standard PlayStation 5 is the Starcade 96 Ray Pack, Undertaker Immortal Pack, same deal. At $69.99, so 70 bucks for $80. You have the cross-gen bundle, so current gen and next gen, either console with basically everything, and then you have the deluxe deluxe edition, everything in the cross-gen bundle, plus the season pass, plus three days early access so you can play it on march 8th and that is 100 but if you want another skin for big sexy kevin nash scott hall hulk hogan six Fox, and get to play as eric bischoff and a whole lot and a whole lot more it is a hundred and twenty dollars crazy huh yep and that's not all i have because obviously same deluxe versus standard debate when it comes to kof 15 which comes out february 11th but if you are february 14th but if you are feeling frisky february 11th february 11th with the deluxe edition and yeah uh, let's just say $59.99 versus $84.99 of the prices. Well, we got our choices, man. And in the end, this. I don't want to get involved with the. Yeah, I'm going to skip it because I don't want to get involved with Twitch drama. But with that being, I don't want to get involved with Twitch drama. So. Nah, we don't need that type of drama. Yeah, I don't want to debunk that, even though I can. But um, with that being said, it's crazy. And love y'all. Two fingers. We out.